Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast, and we've actually got a special guest with us this week, which is Women in League, and her name is Nita Maynard. She's uh, played for the Kiwi Ferns, plays for the Roosters in the NRLW, and plays for the North Sydney Bears in the Harvey Norman Premiership. Welcome, and yeah, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, CJ. I'm really excited to, you know, have a little bit of a yarn with you today. Yeah, no worries. Um, so, I mean, let's get started. Elephant in the room, you play for the Bears, and they're going ripper at the moment in the season. They've got a grand final qualifying match coming up on Saturday. Um, what's the atmosphere like amongst the girls and the team in general um, leading up to this game? Uh, we're really excited. We had um, one of our sessions last night, so we'll lead into our captain's run tomorrow night, but we're really excited. Like the quality and the standard is really hard to lift. Um, we're really focusing on the, um, getting the small things right. Our game plan has been um, it's been really great throughout the year and we've had a, a lot of disruptions throughout the year. So just being able to um, fall back on the culture that we've built over this past year, like it's really started to show when it comes down to um, the back end of the season. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys have had very convincing wins, you know, if, oh, in, as in in the finals, you beat the Bunnies 24-0, and then you beat the Tigers 16-4. to uh, What are your thoughts on how the game will go on Saturday against the Sharks? Oh, I know that it'll be a really tough game. Um, we fell short against them during the um, the regular season, and I I put that down to our own area, errors, actually. Like, I thought we had it in the bag for us to take and, you know, go, go ahead with the win, but... Just, a, a, just switching off in the small areas. And I guess that's what happens when you come up against a quality team at the start of the year. I think um, it's going to be really physical out there. We like to play a really strong um, upfront game. And um, whether or not they can come with us um, in the middle, I'm not too sure. But they've got some really um, outstanding backs out there that we have to keep an eye on them. We've got Healy Davis in the dummy half, who's um, always so elusive and can pick apart most teams and then you got Maddie started steering them around the park so it'll be really interesting to get out there and have a good crack this weekend yeah no for sure um and speaking of Maddie Studden and all that um the Roosters connection uh what's it like playing in the NRLW and are you looking forward to the season coming up um it's it's really exciting so for myself I think and a lot of athletes that we aspire to play in the NRLW um it's the it's the pinnacle for us in terms of um, our rugby league career, um, yeah. opposed to um, test matches in origin. But for us leading up throughout the year, I know I speak to everybody, um, everybody and I feel so strongly that it's just such a great game to be a part of, um, being around um, other really high elite um, athletes and just being able to perform at the highest level is always exciting. So um, I'm stoked that it's just around the corner and looking forward to digging in with the Roosters this year. You yeah, know, awesome. Um, obviously there's, talks um, and rumours about expansion and expanding the NRLW uh, which like sort of I think it'd be good to have two more clubs um, and then expand you know keep expanding which two clubs would you like to see implemented into the NRLW as the next two teams yeah I definitely think Queensland just the way they've been going with the Broncos I definitely think there should be another team up there mm-hmm. the, the um, second team I'm not too sure where that would come out of whether or not um, I know that definitely the Sydney based um, clubs like in mm. terms of the hard woman the quality there, like the um, the level that the Harvey Norman plays at now. Oh, they're, they're next level, really. Like, they're NRLW level. A lot of the um, NRLW players, as I'm sure you know, you know, use the premiership as a preseason for them for NRLW. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, I, I could probably see another um, Sydney-based club coming out there. Um, but definitely Queensland. Like, um, I think that uh, just the past two years, they've been so dominant, the Broncos. And... Um, 
really would like to see the expansion up there. And I know that their club competition's been growing and um, where, where the other Sydney-based um, team comes from, I'm not too sure. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely see that um, in the not too far future for us. Well, I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, obviously they said it wouldn't be happening this year, even before COVID. So hopefully within the next you know year or two, there will be definite expansion. Um, the NRL 9s. Uh, earlier this year, what was that like playing in the nines format compared to you know thirteen aside? Uh, nines in general, I think it's just such a different kettle of fish. Um, I used to play a lot of sevens um, a few years back, and it's very similar in that aspect. Um, but it's just it's just so fast. So if you, going into that, um, we didn't come in from a full preseason for the NRLW for the mm. nines. Um, so it's just basically what, what condition you came in, whether you'd been working hard over the break. Um, yep. That's kind of what you ended up with. But it was really exciting because to be a part of um, a competition alongside the men and really being included on that um, on that stage and um, arena with them was um, really exciting. Um, I think you can just see um, how involved the women um, the women's game is um, mm. integrated, and NRL. it really and it really um, showed the skill level of the women's that may not necessarily have been able to be seen. You know, because obviously the the nines was great exposure for the women's game, and I think it really showcased a lot of the talent that there is. Yeah, exactly. And there was a lot of new faces that popped up on the scene, um, and it just gave that opportunity for people who wouldn't normally have been picked um, during the regular season to, you know, there was there was quite a few fresh faces um, in, mm. in all teams. So just given that opportunity, I think um, just does wonders for the game and the development for everybody and just to see how far we've come in just two years. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that, that's what's that's what's crazy about it is it's only been two years since the NRLW started. The Harvey Norman Premiership was 2005, but the NRLW in particular, only two years and it's already so big. So I'm, I'm hoping it's going to get even bigger, you know. Um, speaking of your time in the Wallaroos, what was the decision to switch to rugby league? Like, what um, was I behind have to... that? <laughs> I had um, been playing, I, I grew up in New Zealand. Um, I'm a Kiwi, born and bred. So that was our bread and butter growing up. Um, I moved over when I was still a teenager over here with my mum and I still had that real passion for the game. I really was pursuing a rugby sevens um, contract for mm -hmm. Australia. I, I had been involved in the program and um, had played a, a tournament um, over in um, Fiji and just that was the ultimate goal just to be a full-time professional um and then when i um i caught wind actually a couple of my friends they were uh i was actually started in the nines format down in cronella when they started to um put together a women's team and were looking to do um what were they like showcase games of nines just against other nrl teams and just from there i just kind of I didn't want to miss out with all my friends. Um, it was a bye weekend before we were have playing our nationals. We weren't allowed to play any sevens tournaments. So I thought, oh, why not give it a crack? And mm -hmm. just from there, I think I could just start to see how much the game was starting to grow. Mm -hmm. And following year, I still kind of played a couple sevens, but I really focused on and I joined um, Canela Karingba as yep. in the, in the side format to really give it a, um, a really good crack to start to understand the game. and. From that year, that was the World Cup year, and I was lucky enough to be picked in the Kiwi Ferns team. So it was all really fast for me, and it started um, down in Cronulla, um, just given an opportunity to play at a high level. I really enjoyed that. They were um, they were games before the men's matches, and we had about seven or eight matches, and we played the Knights, and you know um, the Bunnies. So 
uh, that's probably how my transition came about was just there was an opportunity to start playing another elite sport um, at another higher level and then basically from then on after the world cup it just it just grew like crazy um the next year we had the start of the nrlw yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, and obviously, speaking of your time with the Kiwi fans, what was it like to pull on that jersey and, you know, represent your country, you know? And and I don't know if you got the win or not. I'm My brain's a bit hazy. But regardless, what was it like to play in that game? No, it was really um, it was really amazing. Um, it had been a few years um, since I'd been a part of, um, like, a, a New Zealand culture. So it just brought back a lot of memories of um, me growing up, um, Kiwis are just, you know, they're, they're really cheeky. So I was always the, seemed to be the butt of all jokes, but I really um, enjoyed being around the culture, being around them um, I myself. I'm of Maldi descent. So um, just having that actual culture there and singing on a lot of songs that we were brought up singing and just being around everybody was really, really inviting. Um, I think that was probably the, the best memory and what I most enjoy when I get an opportunity to be a part of the Kiwi Food Squad. No, that's fair. Um, growing up, um... Who was your idol and heroes in sports? Any sport it can be. It can be rugby league, netball, basketball, cricket, whatever. <laughs> Again, growing up in New Zealand, um, I actually really liked her name was Timapata George. She was a netballer. She mm-hmm. played centre. She was a silver fern. And I really liked it because I've always been so... I'm, I'm a small person myself and she was always on the small edge of the field. But she always, you know, she was able to hold her own when she got onto the, um, to the international stage. Um. So that's probably was my biggest um, inspiration, really, a netballer. Yeah, wow. I didn't that... practice well enough to, to play netball, so I think that's probably why I ended up playing rugby and rugby league and any other sport. I was from a small town of about 40,000 people, so basically whatever sport was rolling around, I was playing. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, what's your current Netflix binge at the moment? Not a Netflix, but um, it's an HBO. Okay. Um, I love the Lovecraft um, country. Okay. Any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's very interesting. It's it's just like um, it's like about witchcraft and imaginary stuff. I like to kind of delve in that. So, kind of, <laughs> you know, really gut wrenching anything. But I really like fun to watch. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, <coughs> sorry about that. Um. What other sports? Obviously, you mentioned netball. Um, what other sports did you play as a kid growing up, sort of thing? Was it just rugby, rugby league, sort of thing, or was it also did you try handed netball or any sport you could get your hands on? Yeah, I used to play a lot of netball. So I, I played all the way up until um, the end of high school. Um, I, I was even lucky enough to go away to do um, to be a part of the New Zealand um, development squad. Oh wow! Obviously, I was tall enough, so <laughs> for me being able to go that far was pretty good. Um, I played a lot of touch, basketball. I played everything, really. When you're from a small town and whatever's going just to keep you busy, my dad was smart enough and, um, you know, to put me into sport just to keep out of trouble, you know, especially in small towns. It's it's um, when when you've got nothing to do, that's when things te- seem to go the wrong way. But, yeah, I just kept busy playing a lot of sport. I played yeah, almost everything. No, that's fair. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Ah. Uh, you know what? I like. I'd like to fly. I definitely like to fly. Yeah. I'm scared of heights, but not flying. It's so weird. I don't like edges, but I like flying. I like heights. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That that makes sense. Yeah. You're fine with being in a plane and that sort of stuff, but like, yeah. get you on the top of a crane and you're like, nah, no thanks. 
I don't even like standing next to the edge on my balcony and we're only on the second floor. So oh, wow. Even... <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, how is your prep going at the moment with the Roosters for the NRLW season that's coming up? Um, it's It's been a really stop start. Like I was supposed to start a month ago and we've only just started this week actually. So on Monday, so we've got two weeks of, pre- of um, pre-season, which, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit difficult, but you, it is what it is. Um, we couldn't get the, the green light um, on the start of our season, obviously with Apollo and um, the the bubble situation. It was um, took a little bit to work through, hmm. but it's been really great so far. We've got a squad of 29. Um, so we've got um, some development players in there with us as well. Um, and I just think that it just allows us or allows the starting 17 to really um, have that defense and really practice um, like in a game like situation against an opposition. So, uh, so far it's been good. We've got our third session of the week tonight um, mm-hmm. and I really look forward to it because there's a lot of learning. So everything's going really fast at the moment. No, that's awesome. Um, who's got the weirdest or the, or the most uh, different uh, <laughs> pregame ritual or, you know, superstition that you've seen? during your time in the NRLW or the Harvey Norman or just in general, what's the weirdest one that you've seen? Oh, I don't think <clears throat> it's a weird superstition or she's just a bit of a weirdo, but she's so funny. Her name's mm-hmm. Hannah Southwell. She's, she's just, she's just a bit quirky to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like she, she's got some quirky music. Her, her style is a little bit out there, but she's, she's the, she's the best person, but just her tendencies are really funny to be around. You know, they're neither left nor right. They're kind of like, mm-hmm. She's she's a real character, that's for sure. I'd say. No, that's awesome. Um, what's your pre-game day song and your pre-game day meal? Pre-game day song and meal. I don't have a song. I just mm-hmm. like anything upbeat that I've been listening to or whatever's new. Anything upbeat and sing along, and I can dance. Probably dancing music, I'd say. Yep. <laughs> and then um, pre-game meal. Um, uh, I like to have the big breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, so normally bacon and eggs. Really, bacon and eggs are like the you know, like a big the work breakfast. sort of breakfast, yep. Yeah, and then I just and then I I won't eat um, for the whole day. Yeah, not until after. Yeah, I really probably the biggest thing is looking forward to the pink meal at the end of the game. Yeah, not gonna lie, that that's even what I do, and I only play like you know local Oz tag. I, I'm I, like I, I literally, as I said, like I play local Oz tag. Actually, last game of the season is today, um, and yeah, I had a big breakfast, and then I just don't eat until the end of the game. Yep, I'm the same, and um, I'm I'm making sure that this week I'm trying to get through the week so till Saturday, just so I can have a snack box from the um, like look at down a mascot. So honestly, snack packs are where it's at. I love them. Um, my yeah. favorite meal after a game though is pizza. I always get a pizza after a game. I don't know why, I just do. Yeah, um, so bears always have pizzas for us at the end oh, of the game. Okay. So, like some days I want it, some days I won't. Other days I'll like eat the whole thing, and I'm like, why did I eat the whole pizza? I didn't even think I was hungry. So yeah, so can't no. go wrong. With no, that's fair. Um, which team at the moment is the most um, physically and mentally, uh, you could say, intense for you as a player? Um, what competition? Um, let's go NRLW. Um, definitely the Broncos. I think just. I think they just set, set the standard and um, our first year around, we played them twice and we were close. Um, the second time, not as close in the grand final, but last year they, they done a good done us good last last year in our round robin game and wasn't the best feeling, didn't come off feeling the um, best. So that's just probably some, some, like a little hurdle, I think mentally that I just like to get over just to 
you know, to kind of right our wrong. So I'm really looking forward to coming up against them, actually. Mm. I think it's going to be a really good battle because it's definitely them setting the standard. In, yeah. Across the I don't know if that was me or you. <laughs> me, sorry. I just no, no, that, that's all good. Um, yeah, so basically that they set the standard. You like, they're more or less the goal to, they're the team to beat and you want to beat them sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. I know that um, the Dragons, you know, they always put together such a great team every year. But for me, um, just the culture that they've built over the last few years, the, um, the Broncos and just their attitude, mm. I just think that they're, they're kind of like the full package. So I think every team would be aspiring to, be, uh, to beat them or, you know, to knock them over. Now, that's fair enough. Um, which game this year so far, I mean, up until... Um obviously Saturday that's coming up, has been the personal highlight for you of the season? Highlight? Um, I've actually had a pretty stop-start season. Like, I've had a few injuries and come down with the flu. Oh, so that's no good. Insane, it wasn't COVID, but, was it? No, um, no, no. I went and got checked um, the exact day I started coughing. So, good. <laughs> um, just, just knowing what... It's just not the situation to be out there being even a little bit ill. So, um made the decision just not to be around the team and make sure I get myself 100% before going back. Um, but I think the proudest moment for me was a game that I didn't actually play a part was um, the South Sydney team. Mm. We had a half that Kira did go down um, early in the first half. So um, it just showed true character of our girls and how, how much they were willing to do, not only just to get the win, but they also um, didn't concede a point. So mm, as, yeah. as a captain and as a player, like that makes you really proud and it, that just that makes you really proud of being a part, part of this team and shows what we've built over the year, I guess. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and I guess sort of coming full circle for the end of the chat, um, the game coming up on Saturday is against the Sharks. Um, I'll be there. And what uh, is the main goals for the team on Saturday? Um, our main goals will be just our little 1% work ethic areas. So just making sure that we're working um, on especially on and around the rucks. We know that they're, they're a real um, attacking threat when they can get a, a good roll on. So for us, it's just being able to make sure that we can get um, those little effort areas, um, pushing up in defense, making sure our line's connected, not switching off. Um, those key, those will be the key areas that we want to focus on because uh, we play a good game and if we can just um, get through those small things without having to defend too much, I think we'll, it'll go a good way in us um, heading towards a win. No, that's fair. Um, and last question is, what advice would you give to any young girls who would love to try and get into the NRLW or the Harvey Norman Premiership, just in general, you know, make the big leagues one day? Yeah, I think it all starts with um, just commitment and commitment to a process. So um, there's a lot of um, opportunity out there now. So if you're really committed to, to uh, if, that, if that's your goal, just staying committed to the training process, making sure that you're turning up, making sure you're doing your one percent, working on all your skills. A lot of things that happen um, to get you to um, these positions is, is stuff that you don't do with your team. It's going out there, doing those extra runs on your own, doing those extra um, skills skills um, that you wouldn't necessarily do inside um, your team environment. So, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, and that's more or less all I have listed um i'll get you on at the end of the season but pre nrlw to talk about the bears and how your season went awesome no All worries right. thanks so much for that cj